Hey, you're listening to FPS, Billy's First Gaming Podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michael. I'm Heather. And I'm Devin. First off, we're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite genres of video games. I know I'm a huge fan of RPGs, fantasy, sci-fi, and uh, MMOs. Yeah, platformers, RPGs, exploration games, Metroid, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm definitely big into the sci-fi right now. Yeah, mainly FPS. I mean, like... I don't know about you guys, but when I get home from class, like, the last thing I want to do is deal with reality. I want to just, like, get into a character. So the RPG aspect of, like, becoming someone else briefly and being a total badass after, like, crying at my desk all day feels so good. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, because games are these fantasy worlds that you can explore that are supposed to take you away from reality and not, uh, not make you aware that reality exists. they made to... Maybe the immersion, yeah. Escapism. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about our favorite games? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you start on that? Uh. Okay. My favorite game, I have to say, of all time, would definitely be Legend of Zelda: Ocarina yeah. of Time. Oh, yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's really <laughs> putting me on the spot out here because I just, I've been, I have so many favorites. Ooh, favorite of all time. Probably Psychonauts is probably way up there. Yeah, you should. It. Psychonauts 2 has actually recently been announced, and you can pick up the regular Psychonauts for pretty cheap on like any digital platform. Sweet. It's such a great game. It, I really recommend it. Yeah, try it out. Yeah. Yeah. If you like anything like cerebral and like talks about like weird shit like that's it because like <laughs> you're going inside other people's minds and all and it's oh. it's really i don't want to spoil anything but just play it seriously yeah i mean like I, I guess i have different types of favorite games i mean for the nostalgic purposes which we'll get into um ocarina of time is definitely a favorite um but i would have to say probably uh, dragon age origins yeah, <laughs> it was like it was the first game where I could play as like not just a cat like kick-ass female character, but I also play as one who wasn't straight. And like I always romanced Alistair anyway because you know I'm all about the power positions and you know I wanted to be warden commander. <laughs> um, but you know just having that option available and that representation was really cool, and the story is fantastic. Um, and I always preferred Mass Effect over Dragon Age, but I guess that's more towards sci-fi. But uh, going off favorite game, I would sadly have to say that Destiny is arguably one of my favorite games. I, it's the only game I play as of right now for the past year and a half, so it's good for my pocket, but not, not really for my social life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no games are really good for the social life right now. <laughs> I mean, unless it's a... I guess an MMO would be considered social, but not physical social I, like I mean I play like yeah. I play America's Army um, Proving Grounds right now with my brothers but it's still a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> I get so angry now mm. yeah I mean the only MMO I've tried a lot but Guild Wars 2 mm-hmm. holy shit now that's a game I haven't played much of the expansion yet because you know senior years gotten in the way but I mean you're talking it's, it's an MMO but it feels like a standard RPG with just really cool community mm-hmm. it's probably the most friendly community i've ever encountered in an mmo yeah 
It's rare because when you think of MO, you usually think of like bots, people trying to scan you out of your your items. Like for me, pretty much my delving into the MMO genre was probably years ago when I used to play RuneScape almost religiously. <laughs> like, RuneScape. like 2004, 2005 was like RuneScape everybody at school. It was just like, yeah. after school, that's what you did. Yeah, that and that. Neopets were the <laughs> yeah, two things. Yeah, Neopets is why I'm here now. That's, that's not sad at all. <laughs> Don't worry, I did Club Penguin for a while. Mm -hmm. oh. Definitely into that. Oh god. Sad fact. <laughs> that like was it Haba Hotel or Oh god. <laughs> bring, bring it back. I was like, asking for furniture. <laughs> it was like a cereal thing, Millsbury. I don't remember what it was. Millsbury. No. Oh was General Mills? They, I they know that that's cereal. They had, like, yeah. a, they had like a whole like game yeah. your avatars and everything. Oh, I don't geez. know why I like the games. <laughs> it was kinda sad. No, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember. And then, God, there's like maple story. I never played mm -hmm. that one. I never got to. Every, every once in a while, I still go on the maple. I mean, I first started in like 2012 because some of, some of my friends at school. And every once in a while, I still log back on. I mean, I haven't really gotten that far, but it's still fun. It's got a cutesy art style, but it's really, really detailed sprite work. That's why I think I like the most about it is the artwork. Yeah, I think my first MMO was Perfect World. Which was like glitchy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you go into the main city and there's like people. You could set up like little shops for yourself and they like they looked like cats. I always <laughs> called it Cat Lag City because it was the worst place in the game to be, and it was like where all these main quests you have to go for. And, uh, I think I may have signed up for that maybe like four years ago. Then I just forgot about it. It's uh, <laughs> it's just a bunch of fetch quests. Like the graphics are pretty, but that's about it. Mm. So. I played a uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, Fourteen, yeah, fourteen. Oh, Realm Reborn, the re-release version of it, because yeah. the original one sucked. Because oh that. god, they just they literally shut down the original version, completely reworked it from the ground up with like a new engine and everything. And it was pretty good. I mean, I had like the when you first signed up, you had like a, a free trial period, <laughs> and it was fun for when I played. And I mean, I never really got into World of Warcraft or anything. I know a lot of my friends did back when it first came out, but I was never really into it. Mostly because I couldn't, back when I was like 12, I could not afford the <laughs> membership. Yeah, the W holds you back back then. It's all yeah. the subscription fees. Mm -hmm. So you, you always seem to gravitate more towards the free, the free uh, RPGs. Mm -hmm. I definitely asked my parents for like Neopets premium subscriptions <laughs> as a kid, and never, I never got one. I think I probably asked my mom or dad about RuneScape <laughs> membership because yes. all my friends were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna do this member crest," and I was like, "Oh, I'm stuck in freaking Lumbridge for like two years because I was never a <laughs> member." Yeah, that was the greatest mm -hmm. thing about getting older and actually having your own money. Yeah, I was like, I no. go back to that and do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I spend too much money on. On video games, especially these cell phone games. <laughs> it's bad. The like New Kingdom Hearts game is killing my wallet, and Neko Atsume, I should not be spending money on that. For me, it's been freaking like every once in a while, like if I have like extra money from like Christmas or something, I would go and like, because that's around the time like Steam and like Steam sales, Humble yes. Bundle and like GOG always have like their sales. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like you can get like 20 games for like six bucks i was like ridiculous. you can't beat that seriously <laughs> there's a site now uh i don't remember what it's called but i think it's through steam's website where you can 
put in your information, it'll tell you how much your Steam library is worth. Hmm. It's shameful. <laughs> I haven't bought much in recent years. It's, it tells you like how many of your games I think you've actually played, and mine was really <laughs> low. And oh. I imagine some people are pretty scary. But... Oh, I mean, probably like a lot of those like Let's Players, like the really big ones mm-hmm. that are on YouTube, and they probably just have like thousands and thousands of games that they probably never really touch outside of. I mean, I don't know, Maybe. like personally, like, but there's probably they probably just have countless. Yeah, yeah. Well, they um, play things for one episode, and that's oh bad, yeah, so. yeah. Like we would know, like, do they go back and play them just for fun, or do they just do a one-off for an episode and just never look at it again? Uh, I mean, no, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess Perfect World was definitely like my first MMO, but my first video games were Ocarina of Time, uh, Banjo Kazooie. A fucking awesome game. Um, also, is there uh, Diddy Kong Racing? That was the. It's like the only racing game I like. Like I know people are like Mario Kart. No, there was anything racing. rare. Most yeah. created by rare, rare back then was like yeah. gold. <laughs> oh, they're coming out with a new game too, Ukulele. Yeah, actually, it's not rare. It's by a lot of it's the past the developers. Yeah, yeah, it's by them because when they let they rare got acquired by Microsoft in two thousand two, and then um, a lot of the original team they left recently, and then they're gonna. That's why they're working on ukulele now, and I'm so excited for it because so many of the original team, the dev team, is coming back and getting together. It's like it's Banjo Kazooie, but it's not, but it is. It's I guess a spiritual successor almost, or yeah. oh rare, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like there's just been so many of these companies that they just created like gold, and then they kind of fell off, like fell from where they were like at their peak that just seems to be happening i guess with any creative field like you can never keep up like to the standards of like where you were once hold like i guess everybody kind of slips up every once in a while when it comes to a creative product and you'll never (laughs) yeah like and like you'll never make like for like bioware like they made like knights old republic and that was like such for me, I remember when I first played that, that was just such, was such an amazing, immersive, like, experience in, like, the Star Wars universe. I mean, and just look at them. Like, pretty much all the work that they went into uh, Natural Republic, they then reappropriated for, like, Mass Effect. Because, like, it's half of the same, like, the dialogue options and stuff. It's fairly similar. Like, a sci-fi setting. Yeah, what were your first games, Devin? Uh, first, I think I remember owning the... Big old brick Game Boy. I think it was like a Looney Tunes game on there. That was like the highlight of my life. Obviously, Pokemon and stuff started there too. Mm-hmm. I've owned every single Game Boy since mm-hmm. uh, whenever. It's so funny, like thinking about Pokemon, especially on like original Game Boy. By the time Pokemon came out in the U.S., the Game Boy was probably nine and was ten years old. That's Jeez. like if like, and it was like the best selling game on the Game Boy ever. It's it's like if like the 3ds which came in 2011 had its best-selling game ever come out in like 2020 well the ps2 was kind of like that though. yeah like there were some great like late life cycle ps2 games like especially like graphics wise like as graphics improved but the thing like i know there was a fps game called i think it was called black it was a it was so amazingly detailed and that was being pulled off on hardware that was 1999 2000 like it's just crazy like 
going from like if a console is like such a long life cycle looking at the games that came out from its like original launch date to like the really late life cycle you can just see how developers went from they didn't really know how to work with this hardware to how now they can like mm-hmm. literally squeeze the last like drop out of mm-hmm. what it's capable of it's just really crazy seeing how that process works yeah that was always good with like the last gen like xbox 60 ps3 mm-hmm. it's like the first gen that we've lived through so i remember some of the first games that came out on xbox 60 to the last ones and they just discontinued making xbox recently but mm-hmm. just amazing to see what same console but yeah what kind of version. yeah i mean i got the gamecube in 2001 on launch but i guess i was a little, still a little bit too young i was like seven eight when it came out so i guess i was still a little bit too young to appreciate it and like games back then but yeah like 2005 around then when i was like 12 was like when i really started to like now understand and appreciate how like games work and how like like consoles and like development cycles and all this stuff so Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm in, I'm out in space right now. Yeah, I know that my, my first games were like the SNES, like back wow. in the day. Uh, yeah, my family still had that at the time. And I remember it was like this really weird Latin game. But the one game that I remember was actually my blockbuster game. The one that I would purchase all the time that would piss my brothers off was like the Snowboard Kids 2 for like <laughs> N64. I just loved it for especially like like how cutesy it was because I used to be like oh my god it's so cute <laughs> that's my that was my big thing and I know it, it killed my brothers they wanted to play something so much different than that for me I actually my first experience in games was not console related because my family didn't actually have a dedicated home console until the GameCube in 2001 before that we had our Windows 95 computer oh. so I was always more of a PC gamer I mean, even nowadays, I'm more of a PC gamer. I still have consoles, but I game mostly on my PC. I guess it must, must have started back then, because I, it's all my friends, like, well, I, think I was only a couple years old at that point. But still, um, I'm guessing when everybody else was playing, like, Super Mario 64 and stuff, I was on my dad's computer playing stuff like um, MechWarrior 2. That was still in the I love that game. Uh, what was it? A lot of edutainment games, especially because <laughs> those were and probably still are a thing. Just, but there's still some good ones like Zumbinis was a great one. Like games that you would that they would have on school computers, yeah. like preloaded on like a iMac or something mm-hmm. from like nineteen from like the late nineteen nineties, mid to late nineteen nineties is like pretty much what I grew up playing. I just. <laughs> You just reminded me, like, oh my god, it's been years since I thought so. I went to Catholic school when I was younger, like, really briefly. They had these ancient computers with Oregon Trail on them. Oh my, Oregon it's Trail. still, that's still an amazing game. Like, even nowadays, you can still play that game. It's still dysentery. <laughs> god, it was like Oregon Trail, and then, um, I was really late to the Mist games. Yes. But, uh, I, I dated someone who was like, you know, you gotta play Mist. And I remember downloading, um, Real Mist, and I was mm-hmm. like, how did I... Miss this. Yeah, I think every we're all kind of familiar with stuff that they played. I mean, there's just they've been just so influential, like in recent years, especially on like the RPG genre and like sci-fi with like stuff like Mass Effect and like 
Yeah, I can't wait to see what they come out for Andromeda. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we can uh, touch on that next episode a little bit. Some mm-hmm. speculation. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got going on. Uh, I guess we should wrap. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you all for listening in to FPS Cast. Hope to have you back. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>